Whoa! <laughs> you know what that sound means, folks. It's August. It's drafting season. It's fantasy football. Let's get into it. I'm your host, Nathan Bond. Join alongside me, Seth Barnador, Robert Stieg. This is Pod by the Bay, proudly presented by the Bay Area Examiner. Uh, if you guys are new to this rendition, uh, we started it last year. We are going to basically uh, do a three-man fantasy draft of USF football players this season. And then the undrafted folks, uh, we do a best of the rest every single week that add up the point totals and we figure out who was very good, who was very bad. And uh, we kind of do standard scoring. A uh, couple caveats, um, quarterback points, as we learned last year, tough to come by uh, because they only count if the team wins. Um, I think and- this year, maybe we, we can leave that out if, you know, the second and we third should. stringers don't get blown out, <laughs> you know, don't uh, tr- enter the transfer portal, you know, before the season starts. <laughs> that kind of that kind of ru- uh, ruined the game a little bit. But. A little bit. It, it was, uh, yeah, kind of gave me a leg up very early on, like like three days after the draft. <laughs> um, yeah. So there's that. And then I know we did, we drafted offensive linemen, but it was so hard to figure out how to score them without being, you know, mean if there was a holding penalty or anything like that. So we've actually switched it uh, offensive line, no more, but it's going to be an all position flex. So uh, I'll give you a quick rundown and then we'll do the draft randomizer. I do have one right into it. I do have one question. Do I get any, you know, post mortem points for drafting Demontre Jacobs and him being in the NFL camp this year? Can no. can I add points to my total from last year? No. I mean, <laughs> all right. I mean, I'm just asking. So last year we stopped keeping track after, uh, I think it was right before the Temple game, and I think we all kind of knew why. Um, <laughs> yeah. I, I think the Temple game came, we're like, we're good. We're, we're hot board, baby. Uh, clearly I won. Uh, going away, the uh, – duo of prime petit and xavier weaver really carried the carried me uh home um Stieg, quick question before we get into the position breakdowns do you know how to draft now you know what i uh, i did a lot of research on this one uh so i know how to draft now i know i know the premise of the game okay. i understand it um it. that's not to say i won't absolutely put a shoe in my mouth but got it we'll see what i can manage for those Fair of you enough. that missed last year, Steve drafted uh, converted safety with his quarterback pick that hadn't played at all and then proceeded to draft in position order instead of best player available for the remainder of the draft. Um, so there were a few reaches in there. <laughs> and um, if uh, and to that point, as Nathan mentioned, he won. He finished the year with 385 points. Uh, I was second with 339 points. Then um, the leftovers had 309 points. And Stieg ended the year with uh, 207.9 points. So, Didn't I win one week? Or did I? I got no. I wanted the three of us, but I didn't include, correct. not including you the won, best I of the rest. I think the, uh, yeah, the FCS game you won. 
<laughs> Count it. Put it on the books. I, I'm pre- no, I'm pretty sure it was uh, – I think it was the game – was it uh, Tulane or something like that when Jason Oldjohn had two touchdowns? He won, week, he, won week, he won week two, it looks like. Okay. Gotcha. Gotcha. Okay. A, well, he beat, he beat us. In my life. Uh, yeah. I think uh, so, the, the leftovers yeah. won the entire <laughs> week. So. Um, so we'll draft a quarterback – does not be in order, Steve, just to – we're going to be perfectly clear on that. Um, quarterback, running back, two wide receivers, a tight end, uh, a defensive lineman, and a linebacker and a uh, defensive back. And then one flex position that you get to pick um, what position that what position you draft. Um, non, non-quarterback flex, um, standard, standard stuff. We're not playing a two-QB league. Um, I mean, if you want, as much as Steve probably wants. If you want, <laughs> you can take. We don't. We don't yeah, have well, like, they... a super athletic two way player that I can right. draft. So I'm gonna pass on that. We ended the year saying if Steve's quarterback ever got in the game, he would automatically win the entire season, and yes. we got pretty close. Actually. We got really close <laughs> in that in that Temple game. <laughs> Way too close. Um, but let's get to it. Let's do the random draft uh, uh, randomizer, however you want to do that, Seth, and then we'll get cracking on this. I've uh, I've done the appropriate amount of research that I do for every fantasy football draft. I have glanced at the roster, and uh, then I just kind of go by uh, ADP. So, All right. So here we go. Uh, let's see here. Let's get this a little bit larger here. Okay, good. Didn't help at all. All right. Generate draft order. I'm doing this live. There we go. Oh, so, yeah. First pick, Seth the second pick, Nathan with the third pick. And we're snake drafting this, right? Yes. So, Perfect. you know, not the best spot. Uh, I'm sure, I think everybody's probably fairly happy with their spots here, but. I would I would have like I wouldn't have minded three, but all right. So, so uh, Steve, you're up. That's the bias. UK said, "Let the great experiment begin." Let the greatness happen. <laughs> now I uh, I know we're not going to do like long spiels on like why we're drafting, but I will. No, you can. Oh, I will. Oh, perfect. Well, I know the obvious choice here is to go with the quarterback. Oh no! <laughs> but <laughs> with the variability of who the starting quarterback is going to be and how injury prone one quarterback is and how young the other one is. And we might have a little back and forth and without a surefire starter that I can go out there and say, yeah, this guy's probably going to be playing most of the games this year. Uh, We don't know how this offense has been in scrimmages because they refuse to tell us. I'm going to go with what I'm going to call is the safety pick, the safe pick that I can take here. And that's Naquan Wright. I think that this offense wow. is going to be very run heavy. Uh, Golish has said it multiple times that that running back room is deep, deep, deep. Naquan Wright is a it's a workhorse back uh, from Florida or transfer from Florida that I think is going to be well. We know is going to be running back one, uh, but hearing that he's never dropped a pass out of the backfield, um, catching out of uh, Florida. You know, they're going to find the best way to put the best players on the field and get the balls in their hands. And by God, is Naquan Wright not one of the best players on this team right now? I think I think that could be a very productive pick for you, Steve. 
Look at look at our boy growing I think up. you got a first round pick that I think is going to play quite a bit this year. That's a big upgrade. That's a massive upgrade. <laughs> <laughs> if they get if Naquan Wright, actually, no, I'm not going to say no, about no. that part. No. Um, uh, anyways. All right. Well, I, I think so. It's to me, you know, with that pick, I'm actually going to have to go uh, a little different. I was thinking about going one direction here that wasn't super obvious, but with Seek's pick, I'm going to go ahead and take Kelly Joyner then. So I'm going to go one, two, get Kelly Joyner. Um, he showed some versatility in the spring. He seems like a guy they want to get the ball in his hand. I think he's had him in a pretty good camp. So let me go ahead and take him because I think. Uh, Running back is somewhat deep, but I think he's just a guy that's going to be a big playmaker this year. So let me go ahead and grab him now. Now, Nathan, you got to go back-to-back. Yeah, um, <clears throat> running back heavy. Uh, what is this, 1995? Um, let's keep it simple. Uh, I'm going to go with Michael Brown-Stevens, the graduate transfer from Minnesota, as my first pick. Okay. And then uh, I'm going to take – and then for my second round pick, I am going to take uh, DJ Gordon. Okay, DJ Gordon. I also just realized we don't have the uh, draft board up in front of us, so I can't, so I'm having to scramble to write down my positions and who everyone has drafted. Dude, I can throw one up if you'd like. It's not the it's um, not going to be the prettiest thing for YouTube, but you know, frankly, I just need something uh, visual because I'm going to forget that DJ Gordon is gone uh, in like three <laughs> picks. So, <laughs> all right, let me throw that up for you then. So I'm going to go. Uh, um. Let's put our pretty faces back on there. No, not like that. All right, so I'm going to... Just me. Uh, I think I'm going to go... So it's coming back around here. I'm going to go... Um, just because I think there's some... I don't know how the depth... Is. What are we considering, like, uh, the bandits? Those are, We're considering those D-line, I'm, right? I'm considering those those guys D-line, correct. I'm going to take Lloyd Summerall. Good pick, good pick. <clears throat> I think he's got a chance to have a good year. Zeke, back to you. You get two picks in a row here. Ooh, lucky me. Uh, this first one, I'm going to go with uh, Mr. Steady, Jason Vaughn. Good pick. I love a, love a single-digit defensive lineman. Those are always good in my book. And this, uh, with the with a wraparound, new little wraparound here, this one, I'm going to go for it. Byron Brown. Mm. Interesting. First quarterback off the board, Byron Brown. Um, USF just uh, threw out a little uh, post about uh, quarterback Gary Bohannon making uh, Bruce Feldman's freak list. I think he checked in at number 94 this season. Um, second year in a row, USF has had a guy on the freak list. Uh, Gary will be looking to actually play well. Uh, after coming off the freak list um, after last season's uh, somewhat disappointing year. I think, Seth, you drafted Will Jones last year, and um, 
didn't really see, see the, the fruit of the lake. Let me tell you, I got to tell you, I'm not, <laughs> yeah, we're not, this is not, we're, we're not a friend of the freak list. The freak list really put it on me last year. They got to come up with a better name than the freak list because to like the uneducated on that, like you're like, ah, oh, <laughs> Gary. I mean, Gary is noticeably <laughs> like thicker than the other quarterbacks like that picture that you posted <laughs> nate like he's notably like oh my god yeah yeah uh, mrs met has some competition <laughs> all right well this may end up sinking me here but uh going back gonna, to the well <laughs> <laughs> yeah, i'm gonna actually go amaris brown good pick he's uh he's shown some flashes in some of the highlights that we've seen um a lot of positive talk kind of leading into camp that he has kind of taken a step forward and become um, a leader on the defensive side of the ball. I think he could be an exciting piece for that Tyler Orlando defense. Solid pick there in the second round for Seth. I um, thought he was a guy that flashed a lot last third year. Third round, I guess. I should yeah, say. I thought yeah. he was a guy that flashed a lot last year. Um, seems to have, as the kids say, that dog in him a little bit. Uh, so. I like him as a DB. I think he may be ready to take a, a step forward a little bit this year, like you're mm-hmm. saying, and and hopefully he can build on this good camp he's having. So I think he's kind of the lead. I think he's the for sure number one corner. So if I can just grab him now, and uh, I'll take that. Yeah, and then uh, for me, I'm going to see – correct me if I'm wrong here, guys, and, and maybe this is just my feeling. It feels like after MBS, it's just a whole lot of question marks from, okay, who's kind of really stood out? Um, I know Yusuf Terry had a good spring. Uh, Naeem Simmons has had some great stuff. But where where do I see the most value with the last pick of the third round or first pick of – yeah, last pick of the third round? Um, getting value. Is it, is, it a, is it a wide receiver? Shoot, is it getting a top-end t- – tied in like a Travis Kelsey. There's not a Travis Kelsey on this roster. <laughs> uh, but, you know, position scarcity is also a thing. So you have to kind of combat that, right? Um, so with that being said, I'm going to take Gary Bohannon. <laughs> I think it's a great pick. It is a good pick. The way you yeah. were leading up to that, I was like, who the hell are you going to draft? <laughs> right. <laughs> I think it's a great pick. You know, it's a, it's a bit of a fall from grace. He was He was 1-1 last season. Um, so, you know, he did take a hit, um, you know, he, he, uh, you know, did lose some talent around him, but I think it's a safe pick. Uh, and then come back around, I am going to take, uh, Braxton Clark, um, the DB, uh, who by all accounts has had a pretty dang good camp so far as he's, as he transfers over. Um, I'm excited to see what he can do. And if the, I won't call it hype, but you know, maybe he's actually good. And that would go a long way. He's lanky, 6'4, 204. That's a big corner. All right. So I'm excited for that. Braxton Clark uh, is your, you know, hot fuzz staple cornerback. I like it. All right. Back to me. I'm going to go receiver. I'm going to go a guy that I think fits this offense really well if he can stay healthy. And he's had. Uh, a pretty good camp from what we've heard, and he made some plays while we were there. I'm gonna go with Chaffee Brown. 
Uh, I think he's a guy that can play outside in this offense and maybe put up some numbers. So, we got Joffrey Brown here in the fourth round. Steve, back to you for the back-to-back. Oh, the back-to-back is my favorite. Um, So, this first one, I feel like is a, I was surprised, but also not surprised knowing that Amaris Brown and, and Braxton Clark are, are there. Uh, ben Knox, uh, I feel like is a, is a pretty safe and it, it, not giving him enough credit for um, his preseason accolades and how much he's uh, progressed over the last year. Um, he's a guy that I, you know, the only USF player to be featured on a watch list. Um, uh, you know, Danny no, Werfel award, correct? Yep. I think, yeah, yep. the Danny Werfel. So got to give him credit. Um, I, I'm expecting a big step up from, <laughs> from Ben Knox and company. I've, I've seen the, the clips and everything, and he's been featured a few times here and there. So he's my uh, he's my sleeper pick at corner there. I know uh, Daquan Evans is still around and everything, but with this defense being a 3-3-5, I'm not sure which of those uh, DBs are going to be on the field at any particular time. <clears throat> and then on that wraparound, um, I got to go with my current uh, favorite obsession, uh, Jason Littlejohn, number zero. Tight ends, number zero. That's silly. That's stupid. Don't do that. But absolutely do that. I love it. Uh, the tight friends, as uh, Gunnar Greenwald has affectionately called them, I'm pretty sure all three of those tight friends that were uh, featured on that article are going to be drafted by us pretty uh, you know, expeditiously. So I'm glad to get a guy who went two for two on his catches last year for his points. there you go all right so i'm gonna go um you know this is a position i think is really wide open here's a guy we've heard his name a bunch since he's been on campus um i'm gonna go tyree kelly at receiver great that was my almost took him too almost took him with my second pick it seemed like he's getting a lot of buzz he's been called out by name a few times in press conferences uh, and some of the videos they put out, he's the guy catching the ball. So um, I think what's what's a little bit more fun, I think, about this year's draft as we go through it is, especially at receiver last year, you had a pretty established top two guys that were going to get a ton of right. targets. A ton of t- this year, I mean, it could be like one of eight guys could end up being the leading receiver. So I, I think uh, it's very open this year, and that should make this a little bit more fun. But Nathan, you got the back to back now. Back to back. Um, so I think I'm gonna stick with wide receiver. I'm gonna take nine Simmons. Um I feel pretty good about it. Um, you know, he's he's a guy that's kind of shown flashes, and you know, you always worry about um guys leveling up. Um, but I think he was one of the top guys in the portal uh, leveling up. Um in the slot. And I think it, it kind of showed. So I'm excited to see uh, kind of what he can do in this offense. I think uh, he's kind of in the same mold as your Choffrey Brown pick where, you know, he's pretty healthy, but you know, he's quick out of the slot. Uh, it'll be interesting to see how they kind of work everything around um, for them. And then I'm going to have to take, I mean, I guess I'm going to have to take Mikey Dukes, right? That's, that's going to be my running back. Or come on. Actually, you know what? No, I'm going to take Jalen Johnson. Oh, interesting. Is it Jalen with a Y, I believe? Let me double check. Yeah, it's Jalen with a Y. 
Is this, this uh, point, <laughs> a legal hedge here? At this point, I'm kind of trying to figure out, um, can he do other things other than be a running back in this offense? And I think he can. Um, so that's, that's a, that's a flyer pick right there in the, uh, in the sixth round, but I like it. I like it. All right. So we're back to me here, right? Uh, indeed. I'm going to take, I'm going to go ahead and go with the flex player. I got to do, I've been talking about him since he's, I'm going to take Jaquan Smith. Great pick. That's my flex. This uh, that might kinda, be a uh, return guy. This kind of a shot in the dark, uh, super explosive. I would imagine there's a way to get on the field for him early. Um, the practice we saw, and this was something we put in the insider section of Discord in the Ponderosa. We saw him on the bike, um, not really going through practice on the bike, but he's since been in video, so he's practicing now full speed. So, you know, he's a guy that. I think Golish the other day, he's runs ran a 10-3 in high school and that shows up. And well, if that's showing up, then he's gotta play somewhere. Right. right. If you got a 10-3 guy that can play, he's gotta get on the field, especially for a team that's not been great. What are you what do you got to lose? Right. So uh he's kind of a big swing. Both the both the lap my last two picks are kind of big swings towards kind of good camps. Now maybe it comes back to bite me because they're not older guys and they'll hit a wall, but let's uh, I'll just take some big swings here. Steeg. Definitely yeah, great the back to- dynasty draft. Yeah, there's a, a- <laughs> come back, come back to that one. We're, next going, year. we're going dynasty draft. Yeah, yeah. these year. guys are good. We're gonna, I'm definitely gonna pitch for uh, some keepers uh, for next year. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Steve, back to you. You got two picks. Two picks. I gotta go with the two positions I'm missing right now. Uh, as Nate alluded to, it's kind of wide open as far as uh, you know, who's who's there two through nine, really. Uh, so up first, Jaden Alexis, transfer from Texas. Uh, burner speed originally from Florida. So he's already uh, well acclimated there. And then uh, going with the theme of Mr. Consistency, uh, Mr. Professor, Dr. Sean Atkins uh, at wide receiver there. Oh, oh, you thought I was going for, for, I thought thought I was going off the rails there for a second. No. Um, So obviously a newcomer and then a guy that's been around the program for a good bit, Sean Atkins. Love him, hate him, whatever your feelings are with him. That man is always being featured on either the ones or the twos. He's always getting good playing time. He's always work. He's a bring his work pail to uh, lunch or bring his work pail to work every uh, day. And yeah, love it. His lunch pail to work. Those are the words. There it is. <laughs> there it is. It took me four tries. You got it. Steve is currently having an out of body experience by actually drafting well, but he can't get his words right. <laughs> I'm excited. I'm, <laughs> there's a chance I don't look like an idiot today. Yeah. This is a very competitive league. It's gonna be. A very That's why I think this is gonna really. It's gonna. It's gonna. If we keep with the quarterback rule, it's gonna be hyper competitive. I think so. All right. Um, you know, I really don't know what to do at linebacker, so I might wait and see if somebody <laughs> see what you do, Steve, <laughs> and they kind of work off of that. Um, but so I think I'm gonna go to tight end. Um, I'm gonna go with Gunner Greenwald. He just seems to be a guy that I think his blocking will get him. He had, he had some times last year. Now, it wasn't like a strength. I you know He kind of waned a little bit. Sometimes he was good. Sometimes he was bad. But another year, I mean, he looks huge when you see him on the field. He's, he looks like he's gotten gained weight. He was known as a really good receiver coming into, into college. So 
Uh, I think he's a guy that can fit. I've debated another tight end, but Gunner's a little more established, so I'll go with him. But I think there's probably value in all three of the tight ends that end up getting drafted. Uh, but I'm going to go with Gunner. He's uh, he's been around the block a little bit, so let's I'll give him the leg up here. Nathan, man, um. Let's do this. Let's put Mikey Dukes at flex. Um, because he's another guy just like Jalen Johnson, who he could be returning kicks. He could be the punt returner. So um, I know it kind of seems like he's the third running back right now. Um, but he he could provide some value. I think – Brian Batiste probably going into the last season was probably the third running back, and we saw how that turned out. So yeah. um, can't really complain there. And then I'll take uh, Rashad Cheney um, as my defensive lineman. Um, much like in the NFL, you can wait to draft tight ends because if you don't get the top tier, it doesn't really matter. They're all interchangeable. Yeah. All right. So let's see. That was round eight, pick one, right? All right, so it's back to me. Um, yeah, I don't know what to do at linebacker. It's uh, to me that's a pretty difficult because you have some guys that are established, and then you got some guys that transferred in. I'd imagine they didn't transfer to not play, right? Um, so. Uh, let me see. I'm trying to pull some stats here. That didn't work. All right. Great. The site's not updated with a new bio. Cool. All right. I'm gonna go with uh <laughs> I'm gonna go with Jamie Petway. Interesting. Linebacker. Interesting choice. I, I really debated it, but you know, he's a guy that played in the system. He transferred here. I don't think they told him, hey, come over here so you can ride the bench. There's a, I think there's a lot of options. I think I'm just kind of going with his familiarity, even though he got in late. Just the familiarity he had. I went back and was watching uh, FAU against Western Kentucky, which, hey, did you guys know they played last year? Hey. So little Todd Orlando got a little look-see. Uh, so – I'm going to go with Petway. I think there's like, again, this is another position. I think like receiver, there's maybe four or five guys you could go with and feel decent about them. So, and uh, Petway stats for you, uh, Seth, I got them pulled up from uh, college football reference uh, 52 tackles, uh, 21 solo, two and a half, uh, two tackles for loss, a sack, and a pass defense. That was last season. Um, and then he played, a, he played six games in the SEC at one point. So, um there's that there we go that's all i needed to hear great pick great pick great great pick i thought you were going in a different direction so that's the direction i'm going uh give me andrew Mataafa. yeah yep, there's a, i think there, there's a lot like at yeah. linebacker right like uh he's not i don't think you're gonna pick him for your flex steve uh so i hope i'm not tipping a pick here but no uh shuler is yeah. a guy that he made a pick in the scrimmage the other day He's probably going to play a good bit too, but uh, all right, I'm going to go. Uh, and that's let me, an this, let, me yeah, let me pull the apostrophe <laughs> AFA. 
talked to him at the uh, the Portal Bay event, so I got that uh, the lowdown on pronunciation yeah. guide because that's not updated yet. You say he's a bad. Mata Afa. And he, uh, yeah, his tattoos this... in in real life, sick, sickest tattoos I've ever seen on a team on on a player. There you go. He played 13 games in the Pac-12 last season, eight tackles and half a tackle for loss for Utah. This is year five for him uh, playing college football. And he seems to be a guy that was more of a special teams guy there, right? Like he didn't get as much, so maybe those numbers will pop up. But that's why I, I thought Petway had a little bit more production, so that's why I went with right. him. But and and the familiarity, but. I mean, there's like I think there's three or four guys at linebacker that could end up being the leading tackler of that group. So, seriously, and we, that's not even including like a guy like Mac Harris, who I've heard is making strides at linebacker, uh, converting from defense back. So, a lot of options there. Oh, does it come down to me on my last pick? It's time for well, it's time for your flex pick. My flex pick, man. The entire board is available to me. There's so many options. Um, well, Take let's, easy, uh, Carter, just to screw us up. <laughs> <laughs> and in fact, I, I, I do think we're going to see a good bit of uh, all these quarterbacks, but no. We have to give love where love is given. Give me Brendan Farrell, our prized kicker transfer from uh, Ooh, Virginia. How, how are we going to score points? How are, you, how are we going to score kickers, man? Uh, come man, on. We're going to figure it we out. Gotta do neg- <laughs> so we're going to have to do negative points for missed kicks. Yes. We are. <clears throat> All right, man. Which he, uh, yeah, which is, I, I guess, is a, a bit of a gamble. He didn't have the most productive um, and is season he last year. Especially the kicker. Yeah, that's the other thing. I almost went with John Cannon because of his name. Because of fact, what a name. Ooh, man, I could go. I could, <laughs> you know what? I, I, I'm going to be cheering for both these guys. Give me John Cannon in, in actuality because you can't not have a kicker named John Cannon on your team. Um, yeah. That is, uh, I think that's that could end up being like a really productive pick, or you know, if it's not, boy, that's gonna that's gonna just, screw screw you up. Yeah, that, he's not playing. Yeah. All right, Seth, for you. All right, so I, you you're probably watching the draft and you're thinking, you know, I had a chance to pick the guys that are probably going to get the most reps at quarterback. Am I an idiot? Maybe. But I also think that Izzy Carter, when I hear Golish talk, he doesn't reference him, but he's talked about having packages for guys. I think Izzy Carter might have a package in the game plan. Like, I I don't think he may, I don't think they're necessarily going to have to wait for injury to play him uh, just because of his explosiveness in the run game. So I'm, I'm I'm taking him. I think, uh, and then I think there's also, you know, if the season starts going downhill, which one of these quarterbacks is Golish's guy? Yeah. Is he guard? He also so, mentioned he uh he would not stupidly burn a red shirt. So that's four games, baby. Yeah. So if we're you know teetering on the brink of maybe having to burn a red shirt with only like two games left, I think that's probably worst case scenario for you, Seth. But if we're you know four or five games in and it's like are these seven games of him just being a pure, just purely the starter? If things go sideways for Byron and, and Gary, yeah. you, you gotta you, you gotta balance that. And then um, with the final pick in our second annual draft, 
I'll take uh, Weston Wolf and call it a day. Oh. <laughs> Every time he scores, you have to howl. I don't think any of these tight ends are going to be particularly productive. Um, I know they had very good tight ends at Tennessee. Um, they didn't have they comes. didn't have world beaters though. They weren't they weren't like they were big massive dudes who could like do some stuff. Um, like they were definitely. I don't think any of them were NFL. I don't think any of them were NFL guys. I mean, I I didn't watch a ton, but I none of those guys were like height, weight, speed freaks. You know, they're big guys. No. That had like it was kind of a mix, you know, one or the other. You know, you had a bigger guy, better blocker, maybe a better receiver. Right. Um, I don't. I don't see any of these guys uh, changing, changing the world, um, and changing the offense. Uh, you know, Alex Golish kind of mentioned at his previous stops. You know, Iowa State they had two really good, or three really good tight ends, and they would kind of roll through them. Um, at Central Florida, they had good running backs. Tennessee, I think they had what, three wide receivers who ended up in the NFL. Um, so he's definitely a guy who's going to change his scheme to fit his personnel. And I think we're going to see uh, less 12 personnel, probably less 11 personnel. Maybe I think we may see some some 10. I think that's – I think that would be a lot of fun. Um or some depending, 20. You know, obviously, yeah. Uh, just depending on how the offensive line gels. And yeah. we'll get into that in our Patreon show. Yeah. Patreon Extra, we're going to do an extensive offensive preview. You heard some of our thoughts here on the draft, but if you are a $10 a month and up patron, you get that as part of your Patreon benefits. So you get four extra pods a month. You get access to the Discord. That starts at the five dollar level. It's uh, you know, one. There's other boards out there that are dying. This one is rising from their ashes like a phoenix. So, um, I think it's, I think we offer a pretty good value for the information we have in there. Everybody that's joined has felt pretty happy about the information and the value. It's half of kind of what the other recruiting sites are. So if you just want that message board, some insider info, we got insider recruiting stuff, what we hear from the staff uh, regarding scrimmage and things like that, what we see with our eyes at practices, all that kind of stuff, that starts at $5 a month on Patreon. So, um, And if you just want to get join the conversation, you can join the Discord for free, but the insider section is through Patreon. So join us, please. And with that, that wraps up our Pod by the Bay USF Football Fantasy Draft. As always, we'll follow, we'll keep tabs and follow up every week. Um, and we'll also have the best of the rest. So, um, you know, if Ryan Boldick or Bryce Archie ends up getting extensive playing time, uh, they will be leading the charge for the best of the rest. And we'll keep you guys updated. Thanks for tuning in to another edition of Pod by the Bay. Go Bulls. Go Bulls. Go Bulls.